When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. It's Bart and Han. It's Alan Han, Bart Scott, ESPN, uh, 98.7 ESPN. ESPN, ESPN, ESPN. Um, But it's hour number three. We're just getting adjusted here, so bear with us. Because the one thing that hasn't come with us yet is a really big part of the show. Yeah. We had it yesterday. We don't have it today, so we're going to make do. You got your phone? I do have my phone, but we have something here. I wonder how that sounds. I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll judge it. Okay. And if it sucks, we'll have to do it again. Gotcha. So, Bart, it's hour number three of our show, exclusively in New York. So let the people know when it's hour number three. What's that mean? It's the power hour, 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 hour. What the hell is that? That, that, that sounds like a, Big Trouble Little China. I mean, <laughs> What the hell is that, man? That was aggressive. I'll, I'll, I'll wait for the lightning dude to come down from the sky. It what really the? was Shazam. Yeah. Like, that was aggressive. Though. I don't, but that's, that gong sounds like it's just... We could have did better with... Yeah, we, we, I don't even have that anymore. Yeah, okay, let's try it again. Where's right. the Batman? Wait, the Batman's missing? Okay, okay, let's try it again. All right, hang on a second, because I got to find it now. Oh, here it is. Let me crank it. Yeah, up. That, that's like they hit a sheet of metal. You know what I mean? Not a not a not a gong. That's like a. The... All right, well it's hour number three, Bart. What's that mean? It's the power hour. What the hell is that little stuff? I don't know. That's like that's like <laughs> that's like Harlem Nights. Quit shooting that little stuff. Okay. <laughs> Third time's a try. It's awful. It's awful. It's the power hour 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 hour. <laughs> Hour, hour, hour. And now, uh, what is all that? Okay, all right. But I thought that was supposed to be a silly whistle. Is it is not enough O's and smooth? No, we're getting back on the bike, ladies and gentlemen. No, that ain't it. This is bad. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't fix it. This place is broken. You can't fix it. It's, it's like it's like trying to explain a joke after the fact. Oh my god. Yeah. You know, honestly, Bart. They said everything would be here for us, that we'd have it all, and all you have to do is just trust us. It'll get done. It's never. It's why you fail. It is not. It is not plug and play. It's never plug and play. Really mad. It's like when they say, "Oh, it come fully assembled." It's such a letdown, though. Like that's a. It's okay. It's okay. (sighs) Take a breath. Take a breath. I'm going to take a knee. Maybe we can go back to the callers. 800-919-3776, of course, for the callers. At Barton Hahn on Twitter as well. Uh, so the Knicks play tonight at the Garden against the Spurs. And the Knicks are trying to win a third straight game. They'd be three games over 500. Now they went through, they had the eight games in a row win. Then they lose five. And some of them were like brutal losses. Like you're talking about heartbreaking last possession of the game losses. I believe three of the five were of that category. And now since they've won three, smoked the uh, Suns when they came back, that was on Monday, and they got the Spurs tonight. You asked me a question the other day, Bart. I did. Yeah, you did. About, like, are you happy, right? Yeah. And well, if, and what, if, the eighth seed? 
right now? Um, Playoff start, eighth seed. I mean, they're in that range. I think seven, maybe eight, maybe six. Stop it. No, I'm serious. Stop it. You make me look it up. Stop now. it. Listen, I, I make statements when I already know the answer. That AFC. Oh, you do? You checked already? That AFC, bro. Well, who's ahead of them? Because I'm... I'm Eight teams. <laughs> <laughs> that was too easy, man. You I'm, just, not, you just I'm lay, not doing the game tonight. You just laid that up. Well, on. if they're in eighth place, how are there eight teams ahead of them? It's a bad job by you. Yeah. That's your that's your community college math coming through. Yeah. There are seven teams ahead of them. You're right. But they're actually tied for seventh. So that means eight. They're tied for seven. Because <laughs> the, the they and the Heat have the same record at 20 and 18. But who do you believe in The more? Pacers are a game up at 21 and 17. And the Pacers, like, are they the most surprising team kind of Eastern oh, Conference? Yeah. Oh, man. Like, we thought Therese this was Halliburton, a Therese Halliburton, by the way, that oh. dude's an all-star. Oh, really? I don't care what Wally says. Oh, really? Oh, really? Y'all, y'all, I don't care, care what, what Wally, Wally says. says. Y'all could have had him. He's an all-star. Y'all could have had him twice. Oh, don't start. <laughs> There's another guy, right? Isn't it another guy? I'm happy with Jalen Brunson, though. Oh, man. I'm happy with Jalen Brunson. It's Donovan Mitchell now that feels like the one that got away. Um, see this, But see this what's weird about the league? The Boston Celtics, last night, yeah. they played the Oklahoma City Thunder. And the Thunder just, you know, they're again, they're one of these teams. They're like but, but, 16 and 21. Yeah. Like, they're not a good team. But I feel like basketball, if you're motivated. And they won by 50. Like, they gave them 150 points. They didn't have Shea Gilgis-Alexander, their best player. And yet the Celtics, the best team, I would argue the best team in the league, yeah. got roasted in that game. Sometimes, sometimes the other team just plays hard. And in basketball, I feel like if you play hard, you can beat anybody on any given day. Are you giving me platitudes right now? Are you really giving me that cliche? Sometimes you're the bug. Sometimes you're the windshield. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, when you play 80-something games, yeah. like it's different in football, right? You know, you hear guys some day fly. But in basketball, there's so many games to get up for. You know, you can just not be feeling well. Something can happen. Like, you know, you talk about it all the time. Sometimes it's scheduled wins and schedules. That is true. But I don't I don't know what this was. But you know what? The The... The Bucks have gone through this too, and the Bucks finally got a win. They, they beat they, they they were struggling lately, and they finally beat the uh, the Wizards. Good old Brooklyn, the most consistent team in basketball. But they've been really good. We didn't. So get a- here here's the thing with Brooklyn. Now they've they've won twelve in a row. They now right now they're a half game behind the Celtics for the East lead. Yeah, like they have skyrocketed. Everybody else has sort of been like around this mediocre. They have just been on fire. And in the post, I saw a story that I found like, oh, here we go. Kyrie Irving's played really well since all the crap that was going on early in the season, right? Yeah. And now it's like brought up that Joe Sy, the owner of the Nets, he's got to consider giving him a contract extension. Oh, putting that pressure on him? Like, wait a minute. So at the end of the day, it all worked out? Like, that's my question now. Are you willing... And this again, 800-919-3776. Are to, you willing to forgive? forgive. To, no, no, not even forgive. Are you willing to buy in? And you know what? This guy's, look because we see how well he can play and how happy Kevin Durant is. Are you willing to give him an extension? I think KD only has two years left, right? Yeah. So does, it, does those contracts match up? Yeah, but Kyrie might say, I don't want two years. I want, I want a five-year max. And if he says that, or he's going to go to free agency, we'll what, do you, free what agency. do you do? I say go to free agency. We'll we'll come back and talk to us. Give us the last 
bite of the apple. Interesting. Do you do you give him a guaranteed two years to match up his contract? <clears throat> do you even do do you even go that far? Because like but, I, I mean, said, it's interesting. You are but you, it's, once it's, you do a guarantee, you are stuck again. Yeah. And anything as we know has been proven. Anything can happen at any time with him. You never you don't know. No. He could just be on his best behavior right now. So <laughs> Exactly. So what do you do? I don't know. I, I mean, I, I truly don't know. I would have to ask the people. Because it's hard to find a player that good. Yeah, and it's hard to find a player. It's hard to find a point guard. No, we all or know a guy that. that can handle the ball. We know how that how that story ends. Right. Um, they've been surprised. I, the, the bigger question I would say was: Are you buying in on Jacques Vaughn, or do you still? Entertain, no, that's a great question. Do too. you still in, entertain Yudoga? The players. Well, I I, I wonder if that's still do you still a, embrace still a conversation Udoga? at the end of the year. Yeah, that's that's the real question, because it seems like the team like look at Boston. No, I'm wrong because Kevin's got. He, uh, uh, that's right. He signed an extension, so he's got Kevin's got three years left. Okay, so you have but to get still, Kyrie maybe four. Kyrie, uh, well, again, his you could give him five because you don't know if Kevin you don't know if Kevin's going to want to be like. Um, we don't know he's going to be 37 years old well, in the last year of his deal. Look at LeBron, at 53 million, by the way. Look at LeBron. Yeah. And you can say they're cut from the same cloth. His game ages very well. Well, because he doesn't have, he don't have as much of the physicality in his game. His game is pure shooting and, and that kind of and play. He damn near can touch the rim without jumping. Let's be freaking honest. He's damn near seven feet. I just don't I just don't know what you do if you're the Nets. Like this is the like obviously you don't this isn't something you talk about until what? Like the the summer. He's I, gonna go I, to free, I, yeah, you I, let I, him go to free yeah. agency. Yeah. I think you do. I want to see how they perform together. You'll have his bird, right? Well. Oh, that's a big part of this too. Like, like I need to see the like. And, and how aggressive this is a twelve-game stretch that you're like, wow, this is nice. But twelve games to me is still not enough for me to just be convinced okay. that I'm all in. It's just nice that now you finally have like calm waters. There's no turbulence anymore. But you never know when it's coming up. Yeah. I don't think this is a, oh, it's a given. They've got to now commit to him for at least three years to match up with KD's contract. I don't know if I can do that. When does when does a deal, when, when does a deal happen in, in basketball? I haven't seen any deals made, right? You talk about around Christmas time. Extensions? Just, no, 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 trades. Oh, no, no, this is trade season now. That's We're what in I'm it. So, We're in it until February, I think it's the 9th. So what I'm saying is, like, if you're going to go all in and you're going to believe in this current regime, you know you have to add. So what what are, are Joe Sy willing to do to appease what Kyrie and Kevin Durant believe they need to be successful? Right? Will they make that move? Right? Because oh, at some, I th- at some I, point I think you they have, will. So because at some point you have to decide if you're all in or all out, or if you believe in this team. Well, no, you're, you're a half game out of first place. You have one of the best records in the league right but, now. But we know it could be fool's goal, right? It we, could so be. We saw the Knicks go in and they had a great record, yeah. and, and we knew that they weren't a legitimate threat, and it, they end up losing them to Atlanta. Yeah, it could be. But you know, like what you're missing, like you can look at them and say, and I think everybody says this, is that they're kind of missing like a, bo- a big body that can take up space in the paint, that can rebound, that's a defensive presence. Nick Claxton is a is a really good guy to switch a lot and stuff like that, and he can block shots. But it's like, body Joel Embiid, yeah, Brooke Lopez. Yeah, you just can't handle big bodies like that. Offensive rebounding and defense rebound is, is, is huge right. for them. Now they're a high efficiency team, so there's not a ton of offensive rebounds to get anyway. That's so that's okay. But I just think that defensively in the playoffs, especially in matchups with that you see in the Half East, court, where they've some got some guys. big bodies, you've got to have matchup ability. And I still don't know how they match up with the Sixers when the Sixers are healthy. 
Yeah. I don't think they're better than the Bucks when the Bucks are fully healthy. I don't. And the Bucks better, have and every matchup you so, want. So Philly, Boston, and that's what they're catching. I, so I think I still think the Bucks and the Celtics, on paper at full health, are still. I favor them, but you still have two great players who can you know who can carry you. And let's not forget that a couple of years ago, Kevin Durant by a foot by a by a toe, yeah, almost beat the Bucks. I got you by himself because remember Kyrie was hurt. Yeah. He was out already by that yeah. series. Almost beat them. So, but I just it goes back to how the it's so funny how quickly we turn things that twelve games later it's uh, you know they probably have to give Kyrie an extension now. Yeah, I, do you talk talk to me in twenty in twelve more games in twenty five games? I, he's a guy that I feel like the rest of his career should be one year deals. Yeah. But you know, I almost feel like it's it's just it's a reality but, but for him. But it's always a desperate Who's team. Out giving, there. It's always a desperate team. But if who he, has he, the cap space where they can win? Because you might find a desperate team that they they suck, but they'll give him a five year because they're desperate. And he's like, all right, go there, but you're never going to win. Yeah, he'll be miserable. I mean, to me, the biggest. Why can't you just do one year deals with him? Because the player wants protection and guarantees. Because right. if he well, gets well, I injured, need protection and guarantees too. Because of, protection from where you have your whims and guarantees that you're always going to be where you are right now, which is focused and locked in just on basketball. You don't want you don't end up being Boogie Cousins, right? You don't want to be Isaiah Thomas playing one year deals and get injured and, then and, get then, hurt. Then, your, then, your, then your value goes down. It's fair. So it's got to be somewhere meet in the middle. You know, the bigger thing is like Zion once again. Oh, hurt man. again. How about that? Once again, hurt again. The hamstring, and it's out indefinitely. They don't really have a several, time frame. Several weeks? Yeah, there's no time frame for his return. Now, he's already missed a handful of games this year for, for illness and an injury, but that's been the problem with him. It's super concerning. Is it just feels like that every time you feel like, wow, this guy might be the best player in the league. Yep. Injury. And not not a short term injury. It's like Anthony Davis. Yeah, Anthony Davis playing such a a you know great role for the Lakers. They still ain't winning, but still he was playing so great. And what did I keep telling you? Tick 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 tick. It's coming, and it did. But are you starting to say that about Zion? Because it's not that he's not in shape, right? He looks like he's in shape. No, it's all of a sudden his body is you know with this game <laughs> you got to warm his ass up 2 hours before you, you got to warm up for real he got to be on a bike you got to keep everything loose on that man cuz that's a lot of man to move yeah like i mean what what is it what happens to them cuz i thought they were one of the better teams in the western conference you well, know, maybe, I remember, maybe they, even the best and, and also for them is is Brandon Ingram has been hurt so yeah. they they don't have him that's been a fun story they've been a fun team but this this is going to affect them obviously i mean it's an obvious thing to say but you know i i don't know i, I just I hate seeing that because you get excited about Zion and what he can become, and then that gets taken away. But then you see, again, I go back to the Nets. You see two superstars playing together, and as we've said many times, their potential is through the roof when it's just about basketball. Mm-hmm. Their they, The Nets' potential is through the roof, but can you trust it to no. stay like this whether it's going to be an injury that happens because both guys do tend to get injured, or an event, or another event that just here we go. So I don't know if this is the time to start a conversation about how you got to start thinking about paying, you know, giving Kyrie an extension, or you might lose him. Yeah. Who am I losing him to? Who's got cap space next year that he's going to be like, yeah, I'm going there to win. You ain't going there to win. There's no team that is good. What are you, what are you making that face for? Weiwei and Weiwei, Weiwei and 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 Kyrie in Detroit, he can wear eleven. 
You're out of your mind. <laughs> <laughs> he can wear number 11, Way Way, Kay Cunningham, Javen Ivey. Oh, yeah. We, let's do it, baby. We got cap space. You think the NBA is going to let we got cap the space. Pistons win the win the, a draft for a guy like Victor Wembanyama when they just won a draft to get Cade Cunningham? How do we win the draft? They, we didn't get the first overall pick. Cade we'd Cunningham? We would have had Pablo. Cade, Cade Cunningham. We would have had Pablo. Pablo. Paolo Boncaro? That was last year's draft. Cade was two years ago. We had the number one pick? That's Cade Cunningham. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. We might have picked wrong. Mm. No. <laughs> He's a good player. He just got hurt. No, I like the green kids. You too. know where I think Wemanyan is going? Don't say the Spurs. N- yeah. Like, stop it. Yeah. They I, gave him, you gave him Tim Duncan. Yeah. Now, you got to do it from Caribbean. Like, stop it. I kind of feel like... Like, stop that little market I, stuff. Man. I was there in San Antonio, and it's like you look around, and it's just the vibe's gone. Like, there's just like it's a... It's vibe. Like you notice how New Orleans lost Anthony Davis and the vibe was gone. It's like this little market that just started to fade. Oh, is Detroit not a little market now? No, oh, Detroit's not, 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 a, not a small a, market. Oh, okay, not they're not a small market. market. They're not Chicago. They are not a. Oh, Chicago's oh, wait, a much wait, you're bigger a proud market. Detroit guy. And yeah, you're we've always, say we've always that been. We're in, we've, all, we've always been in that in that shadow. Mm-hmm. Bigger media market, Chicago or Detroit? Oh, of course, Chicago. Okay, so it's Chicago, but Detroit's not a LA. small market so compared to San Antonio. So it goes Boston. L.A. Excuse me? New York. I'm just saying like the top. The major market is New York, L.A. Right. Chicago. Yes. Think, Dallas, maybe? Yeah, maybe Dallas or San Francisco, then Boston. Like that, yeah, right. in the top five. So give Detroit something. You talk about a, a former proud three-time champion. Houston. Mar- no, right. forget but I'm, Houston. But I'm telling you, you have. The Pelicans have been re, re-energized because of the Zion draft. Yeah. Yes? Yeah. The Memphis Grizzlies franchise has been re-energized because of John Morant. Yes? yes. The San Antonio Spurs are a fading franchise that was once a very proud franchise, and it's a small market. They had their They're never going to attract free agents, just like New Orleans wasn't going to attract free agents, just like Memphis wasn't going to attract free agents. The way you help these franchises is to get them in the draft a generational player. And Wembanyan is a generational player. And Greg Popovich is a is one of the great coaches. We don't even know how long he's gonna coach. We time. don't even know how much longer he's. Gonna I think coach. he's coaching. He's like it, he's like Red Arbach. He's, he's coaching like until it's Red, over. He's at that Red Arbach type of. You era. know he's coached it's almost same. twice as long as Red coached. Did he? Red coached sixteen years. He smokes cigars, so that's no. Well, he he was the GM then. Yeah. He became the GM, but I I think Pop will coach till till he's done, till it's time. I, I don't know. He lost his wife. I mean, like he's this is his life. He loves doing it. So, and he, he, he loves these questions because they ask him all the time, what do you ever think about retirement? He's like, I think about it. I ain't doing it. But don't you think that that's a perfect fit there? Yeah, but listen. I, I, history listen, of big I, men that they've had there, David Robinson. But, 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 at, some, but, at, some point you, but at some point, you want a, a big market team to get a big time star. I agree with that. So a bigger but market. what's the big market team that's got a high draft pick this year? They don't exist. How's Chicago doing? I mean, they're like the Knicks. They're right in the middle. Okay. Detroit. Detroit's up. <laughs> you are trying so hard. Right? Like, seriously. Like you talk, so you talk about an organization with three championships, right? So mm-hmm. that's that's a market. They just won the lottery two years ago. Okay. Yeah. How many times did I have to sit and watch the Cleveland Cavaliers win the lottery every damn year? Well, it's because they screwed up and took uh, Anthony Bennett. <laughs> but I don't care. So they had to be like, no, nah, we got to redo this one. <laughs> I don't care. I watched the Cavs win like the number one pick like three out of four years. They got Kyrie. Yes. Right? They got Anthony Bennett, Bennett which they shouldn't have got. Wiggins. And then they got Wiggins. Um, and then what was... Uh, they had a high draft pick, too, that turned into a really good player. What's his name? Um, well, Garland was, like a, I think, a... 
fourth pick? Yes. Fifth pick? But even before that, the, the episode title is seeing his son with the glasses come up and win. Cleveland, Cavaliers. Like, damn it. <laughs> this dude was like the Apollo log. Yeah. Well, you just got Jaden Ivey. Like, you got some, those are good players. No, we need it. We need a generation. Making that face to me. We need a generation. I mean, that's the biggest market that's small All right. that can help out. That actually leads me to then asking that because you're bringing up Detroit and I'm bringing up. All right. So you asked me, are you happy where the Knicks are? And there are some people that feel like, you know where the Knicks are? Purgatory. Yeah. They don't have, they don't have will. Good enough to be like, you know, on the, the, the play in, play off, you know, fringe. No expectations go not, nowhere. Yeah. There's no feeling of this is building towards a championship, right? You're not feeling that. You're just feeling like this is a competitive team. And this is a year. Did you? By the way, this this kid um, in the draft. So so Wembanyama is who everybody's talking about. Well, what's right? the other? It's a couple other kids in there that people are no, not talking I'm about. I'm telling you right now, the guy that everybody's talking about is Scoot Henderson. He's playing in the G League. Scoot, Scoot. Didn't he just have a big day yesterday? He, he's had many big days. He is more of I think a box office kind of superstar. You know, you're gonna your eyes gonna be drawn to him because Wembanyama is just. You're going to be staring at him like they used to stare at George Mikan. Yeah, he's just so much bigger than everyone, skilled <laughs> than everyone. Like it was just, just something to see, right? Like he really, he's a spectacle. But Scoot Henderson is a guy that is a, what you expect from an NBA player: the athleticism, the flair, all that stuff. So whoever gets the number two pick, you're going to get a hell of a player as well, a generational player. And so a lot of fans are like. All right, so it's nice that maybe the Knicks will be a playoff team this year. But wouldn't this have been the year to not be good? Like, wouldn't this have been the year right, to be somewhere hovering in the top 10 that maybe with the new lottery you know, system that you might have a shot at, at jumping up like some of these other teams we've seen in the last couple of years do, where out of nowhere a team goes from like seventh to number one or number two? Yeah. This would be the year to do it. But you're not. Knicks never get nice things. You want to talk about your damn Pistons. 800-919-3776. Y'all screw it up. Let's talk about that. That's why. Because the league tried to help y'all. They said, here's Halliburton. No, thank you. Here's Donathan Mitchell. No, thank you. Stop it. That's y'all fault. Stop they it. Tried, they gave y'all y'all time. Y'all screwed it up. <sighs> need a break now. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Rick is in Harlem, Bart. Wants to talk to you about Detroit. Uh, bring me some Sylvia's. Hey, Bart. What up? Man, man. What up, though? I've been trying to get to you since before the season started because you were talking real reckless about them bum pitchers. Tell them. Tell them. Talking about they're going to be better than the Knicks. Mm-hmm. They won't be better than the Knicks for the next 10 years, my brother. No, 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 hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's, just, that's, that's simply because we did this on purpose. We got we set Cade down to have surgery. Probably not. And if, if Cade would have been up and him and Ivy together, like like peanut butter and buddy, butter, baby, the best sandwich you ever You know get. what? I don't know. But we're going to top it hey. down. We're going to be bad. We're going to get way, way and add to that. Then what you going to say about Yo, boy, but peep this what up. What more one, do one, one you want though, from me? We, we, smack, we smack the Pistons up with, with Ivy and uh and 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 and, and, and Cade. Tell them. Rick, Tricky Ricky, that's early in the season, oh, first of all. Oh, that's early in the season. Okay, they, 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 okay, so we talking about for... now. The, <laughs> the Pistons is worse now. Okay, tell me this. I'm where, listening. You going to riddle me this? Is where, that what you're doing? Where riddle me this. Where y'all at? Y'all on the hamster wheel. We all young. You got old dudes. You got guys that grizzled veterans. I mean, Randall's not a spring chicken. Derrick Rose. Randall's twenty eight years old. Yeah, that's that's the attorney. He's in prime yeah. of his life no, right no. now. He's old as hell. Randall's better, better than everything on the Pistons roster. You crazy? RJ better than everything on the Pistons you, roster. You crazy? He was okay. Let, let, let's buy stock. Let's buy future stock. You buying in Jaden Ivey um, future stock? Are you buying in in uh, Buck Williams Jr. Buck Williams Jr. You know he's Buck like Williams Jr. You trying to you trying to disrespect my man RJ? If he becomes Buck Williams, that is that's an accomplishment. Buck Williams was a power forward. He, Listen, he, he we don't know like that, we don't know who Ivy is going to be right now. Ivy is all right. Ivy's all right, but he's not real, man. Oh. He's not real. Listen, listen, Bart. Listen, when you talk about the Knicks, you just show some respect, man. Mm. I've been trying to get at you. Oh my god! The, the, the Pistons got the three longest. titles. The Pistons got three titles. They're a better organization. What are you talking about? Hun. Are uh, they not? Uh, they listen, got three listen, titles. Listen. <laughs> Thank you, Rick. I mean, they got three titles. That's cool. My man Isaiah, Joe Dumas. I respect that. I respect five, five that. Five Eastern Conference titles in a row. Mm. And and they, 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 uh, they could have went back to back. We'll get, we'll no, get boss, that was then. This is now. What have you done for me lately? What have the Knicks done lately? Says Dave the Busher. Well, what are we listen. talking about? I mean, you're gonna go Dave the Busher on us now, Rick. We got. We'll leave it there, man. Thanks for the call. <laughs> I'm glad somebody did call you out though, because you were talking mad trash. Hold up, man. Listen, started. listen, listen, listen. It's a marathon, and let, let's see who, what team you're buying in for. It's a marathon, and your team's got like leg cramps. Yeah, but your team, your team is running with the middle of the pack, and then they gonna get catch a trolley horse. You should have said your team's on the treadmill. <laughs> you're running a marathon on a damn treadmill. You're not getting anywhere. Yeah, right? basically. I think that's what some people argue, but again, it's always about building. Y'all been building here. It's about, listen, what? Y- y- y'all got scaffolding in front of the building. 
like on Fifth Avenue for the last ten years since I got here. I can't hear you. I got to talk to Danny in Princeton. Danny, hey guys, thanks for taking my call. What's I appreciate happening? it. Just a few points. Um, uh, I've been a long-suffering Knicks fan since See? the nineties. Uh, no, I actually want to. Um, I want to highlight the scoring in the NBA. Well, there it is. Did they just say? Did he really just say major disappointment? Hmm. Go ahead, Danny. Sorry about that. So uh, it looks like um, now in the NBA, it's a three-point shooting contest. Anytime that you see ESPN, the three-point shooting contest. So if the Knicks were to try to build a championship team, they don't have a star player now. You need one or two of them and three-point shooting. So we don't have that insight right now. Weren't you guys supposed to have that with the um, with your Frenchman? Evan Fournier, no. Evan Fournier? No, Danny's, Danny's right. The three-point shooting is not something that is a strength of this team. That is very clear. They actually miss a lot of wide-open threes. That's a major problem, yet they still average 115 points a game. So One other thing I think we need is a, is a star. You need one or two star players, and there are only seven yep. in the NBA now that could probably be a difference maker. So unless we're trying to you know sell some great package for people to come here, no one's coming just yet. A few years ago, there was a, a party at, at our house at the Garden, and instead everybody went to the party over in Brooklyn. So I think there's a lot of stuff right now that needs to happen in order for the Knicks to uh, probably compete in the in the near future. Yeah, Daddy, I mean, that's two things you brought up that are quite obvious. I mean, it's quite obvious. But you said three-point shooting, they don't have any three-point shooters, but yet they're still averaging 115 points a game, which yeah. is a little over the league average. So is it great? No. But is it a major issue? No. Star? Yes. That's your problem. Why? Late in games. How do you win in the NBA? Talent. That's it. Talent. You'd be like, coaching, yeah, that's important. Right? Oh, teams get along. Team plays hard. Defense. Oh, yeah. All that stuff does matter. But in the end, when you get to the final four in the NBA playoffs, every team has at least one, not star, superstar. Every team has one guy that everyone in the league knows, that every fan knows who that guy is. You don't have teams that have guys where you're like, only like diehard fans know who that guy is. That's the difference. And the Knicks have a guy in Julius Randle who, is an, who was an all-star once. He's playing like an all-star now. Yeah. But he's not somebody that anybody would mistake. Like, casual NBA fans have no idea who he is. He's and it's not a knock on him. It's, it's, that's who he is. And he's done very well for himself. But to make it in the NBA as a as a franchise, yeah. you've got to have a face of the franchise that is among the best players in the league. And when, if you don't have that late in games, you're probably going to lose more than you're going to win because those guys close those games out. Yeah. Those guys don't let Luca finish that yeah. game the way he finished it. Those guys don't let Demar Derozan, you know, make a shot like that, twenty two footer to win a game. They don't let stuff like that happen because wait, in my building, no, I'm winning this game. Stars do that. Now, don't mistake all-star caliber players to stars. It's different in football. It's different in every other sport. But in this sport, if you don't have a guy, you're just either on the treadmill or you're in the lottery. When's the last time they had one? Is it Carmelo? Yeah. Carmelo's that guy. They won 54 games with that guy. Yeah. He was a top three player in the league that year when it comes to MVP votes. Is Donathan Mitchell that guy? Yeah. Of course he is. So, so he when, just had 71 points so, in a game, Bart. So if you know it's important and how important it is, yeah. 
who authorized the code red? Because you have to be able to say, you That's know what? Question. You go out and you get a Jonathan Mitchell by all means, right? That because- was the plan, Bart. That was the plan. And whatever it was, the the price reached a point of we aren't paying this. And they are now having to live with that choice. So when you look at the price that the Cavs paid. Which was a lot, but for them, it didn't hurt them. Because what they gave up were pieces that for them, they could give up. But what they gave up were two starters. You know, Colin Sexton was a starter. Yeah. And they didn't need him. Because you get Donovan Mitchell, I don't need him. Because I have Darius Garland and I have him. They gave up uh, Lowry Markinen, a power forward. They didn't need him because they had Evan Mobley, now who he, they just drafted. So they didn't all, need now him. he's an all-star. Well, he played really, he's playing really well for Utah, yes. And then the picks, man, the picks, in your words, meh. Who needs them? Yeah. What did Les Sneed say? F them picks? Yeah. How'd we do? Nilakina, Knox. Like, how have we done in the draft? I mean, Obi Toppin, we love him. But, but he's not a superstar. With, yeah, like, he's a top 10 pick and another top 10 pick that... Halliburton. Year three, he's not an all-star. He's, yeah, he's not, not even scratching an all-star. He's not even starting. So it's these are the things that hold you back. And this was a decision that was made, and I said at the time, you will have to live with this decision. It was a too high a price that they didn't want to pay. And when they realized, like, oh, we don't have competition for this. for this, We'll get them. We don't have. And then the Cleveland said, the hell, you don't. Right. And now you have to wait for the next one. And the problem is, how long can you keep waiting? But you don't have a choice. You got to wait now. Like a thief in the night. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Bart, usually when we like get Yankee takes and yeah. we just, you know, all right, we have something from Michael K. Let's, let's play that. And then I'm like told, well, you know, Michael's just down the hallway. He can come in. So. I Rather he, than play I, something. Yeah, I thought he was maybe doing his voice warm. It's like, do, re, mi, fa. Because his voice always sounds ready, warmed up mm-hmm. whenever he gets on air. So I, I didn't want to interrupt him from doing his voice exercises. Well, that's the thing. I didn't, because I know what that's like when you're about to do a show and it's like, hey, why don't you sit in with us? So, but well, we love having you in here, Michael. Welcome to the uh, the fourth floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's ominous. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. What did you make of uh, Brian Sabian now being part of the front office nothing. of the Yankees? So Absolutely, it, it is really. It's I mean, nothing? it's just another ear for Brian. Anybody who thinks you know Brian is going to have you know somebody looking over his shoulder and maybe going to Hal Steinbrenner, it's just not true. I mean, Brian has a lot of these guys. He's smart. He hires smart people. Jim Hendry. Uh, he had Kevin Towers uh, part of the front office as well. He's just an advisor. It's another ear, another opinion for Brian to solicit. But uh, this is no threat to Brian at all, who just signed a four-year contract. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's a smart move to collect smart people and have yeah. different opinions. And uh, you know, you've got a guy like Tim Naring, who's an assistant GM, and he's more of the 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 skills person rather than uh, an analytics guy. So I, I just think that Brian, who is beloved by Brian uh, Cashman, um, you know, he's just going to be there to, to be a sounding board. Did did he blow up the deal? When he was with the Giants for Aaron Judge to <laughs> right. make sure that Aaron Judge went back, did he put a poison pill? Sabotage. Did he, was he a Manchurian candidate? No. I guess that's what I'm asking. You no, know, I heard you say that yesterday. It certainly is sexy to think so. I just think that Aaron Judge blew up the contract. <laughs> if, if Aaron Judge wanted 400 million dollars from the Giants, he could have gotten it. Yeah. I mean, at one point he just he said, "Okay, this is enough." When he told Hal, 
you go to 360 for nine, I won't go anywhere else. The, the Padres would have given more, mm-hmm. and the Giants would have given more. So I don't think he was like a, a behind-the-scenes Manchurian guy, but it's a great thought. Yeah, he, I like the way your mind works. His conspiracy Diggies. theories sometimes, they sound really great, but you're like, it's far-fetched. But then, of course, in the real world, anything can happen. Um, it usually does. Yeah. Now, now, there were reports, though, that, that Samuel actually was with the, might be going to the Mets. I mean, he clearly was, like, bored with mm-hmm. the Giants. Right? Yeah. They, they put him, like, in, a, in an office and said, okay, you're done. And he wanted to be back in, in baseball, and at, at least back making real decisions. So the, I believe the report was that the Mets were going to bring him in. It, so. was gonna be, it was going to be him instead of – it was either he or Epler, and they decided on Epler. So Sabian was definitely in the run to be the GM. But I thought even this wasn't there just something recently that he was going to that join don't, them. That I don't that I don't know. But I know that his his first love is the Yankees. I mean, he's the guy who drafted Bernie and and Derek and mm-hmm. and Posada and Andy Pettit and Mo. I mean, that's pretty nice to have on your resume. Yeah, he was the, the head of scouting, so he knows talent for sure. And you know, you look at the talent he brought together with the three championships, the Giants. I think with the Giants, Farhad Zahidi, you know, brought him in. You know, he almost was like an emeritus. This guy got you three world championships. You can't just put him on the street. I think he just wants more responsibility. And he also realizes Brian will listen. Brian is, you know, whatever criticism you want to have of Brian Cashman, he's smart. He takes all opinions and then he makes a decision himself. But it's not. Brian Sabian being over Brian Cashman's shoulder. You know, somebody called up yesterday. You know, he, he now he could go be behind Brian's back and go to Hal Steinbrenner. I, I think when Brian Sabian was at the Yankees, Hal Steinbrenner was 15 years old. He <laughs> didn't have a relationship with Hal yeah. Steinbrenner. This is a Brian Cashman hire to just bring another smart guy. What, what what's next? Well, what do the Yankees need to do? Are they done? Is is this it? Or I think they're they trying to... not to be done. I think they're definitely in on Brian Brian Reynolds of the of the Pirates. They need a left fielder. Now, it doesn't mean that they get them for the beginning of the season. I mean, teams are formed sometimes around the trade deadline. You could start the season and see if Aaron Hicks stays healthy. They still have three years of him. Uh, Oswald Cabrera, Oswaldo Cabrera, you could go with him, although I think they prefer him as a around the uh, infield, around the outfield sort of guy, and he has a pretty good pop in his bat. They're trying to get a left fielder, whether or not they can pull it off. I think they also want to stay under the Cohen tax, which is 293, and I think they're around 289 right now. It's a little shot at you, Bart. I know. All right, well, Michael, okay. you have your show to do. How so. is that a shot at Bart? I didn't even know. Well, we got, not, a, we got a vault. We have you know, a rival. The Yankees got, a, got an ATM right now. Right now, we, we Scrooge McDuck over here with the Mets. You know Mets. This, wow. It's embarrassing. I you know. used to be a Yankee fan, right? I, no, no, wouldn't I'm, you think no, it would no, make I, sense? No, no, no. This is the thing. Now, I support both teams. <laughs> right. But I decided to be a Mets fan. And whenever I say something, he always criticized the Mets. So now it's, the gloves are off. But but so, don't you like me more than Gary Cohen? I love you. All right, <laughs> then that's it. Case closed, right? See, but, see, but, but the I thing think is, so. He pokes the bear all the damn time. And, 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 and Don Smith say, once said hi to him. So now all of a sudden oh, he's all about the you Mets. You know, I'm going to yes. get Judge to call you. Well, and oh, I, yes. Right, what if Judge calls and, and you? I, but all I, but right. I had, but I had Peter Alonzo come on the show multiple times. We did have Alonzo on a couple times. And he threw smoke at Aaron Judge. Said he was the better player because he's always a fellow. Can Michael go do his show now? Yeah, that's true. Because I got all smoke at Aaron Judge. Oh, it was And Aaron just showed the contract. <laughs> hold my beer. He, he said, I'm next, Chuck. If you want to got more bread. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.